When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you guys drew the short straw of the Travis and Slee. I think I'm the only regular host working today, am I not, Jorge? Yeah. Yeah, I think you are. And uh, I think Mason and I are the first two back. I think Travis and Slee and and, uh, I'm not sure what's a 901 Capper coming back. I'm in with Clinton tomorrow and Friday, and I think Thursday there isn't a show, period. Yeah, there's a lot of bowl games coming right. up. This is the last Mason and Ireland show of the year. I know oh, that. Oh, wow. Um, so we're going to screw off a lot, Ramona. Just letting you know in advance. I am so down for that. <laughs> <laughs> we're going like, to a lot of screwing around. Well, the, the holidays takes it out of you. Like, it really does. Your, your mind becomes jelly. I mean, all four of us have kids and extended right yeah, and I when did you not do know what this. you realize is you have to just survive the holidays right, i was like this this whole the idea day, the time was my wife's break. i'm like who is it a break for the yeah. teachers because i'm not getting a break i asked my wife so you know, we were getting our daughter to sleep and whatever and she fell asleep in our bed and all this so I, you know get my it was like okay i'm leaving the room now because i can't really be in there and so so i wasn't going to see her till t- today Gave her a hug and kiss. I said, you know, hope you had a really crazy. Did you have a good Christmas? She yeah. said, I did. I'm so glad it's over. Yeah. Right. Because she works so hard. Right. During Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's it's like putting on a command yeah. performance. Yeah. It's like. I dread every December. I absolutely dread. I find yeah. all this stuff so stressful between Hanukkah do and you guys Christmas? celebrate both? Yeah, we do. you and your wife mm-hmm. celebrate both. Brian, yeah. you too. We do, and we do my too. son, my oldest, is okay. a Christmas Eve baby. So he, we call oh. December. December is Benapalooza, but like yeah. it's he's really hard to. Sh- uh, it's it's a that is it's hard. a nice thing because he doesn't want much, but it's really stressful. It's like you, yeah, parents, my grandparents. I'm really like, what do we get? Ben, sixteenth. So yeah. I get a little of yeah. that. But that's December twenty fourth. That's like I my, went to a, a my Christmas neighbor. Eve I have a neighbor party. is a, is a December twenty fourth yeah. birthday, and I always feel a little bad. For it's her. just well, yeah. he doesn't care about like you know you maybe you, like, one day you get a little when have friends or something like that over, but like he just he doesn't want much stuff. But we've got two sets of grandparents and then yeah. we want to get him something other people get it. it's like what do you want and it's like hanukkah christmas birthday what do you want it's do like you, ah i don't know do you know what i did literally I, I am like totally in a different place with getting kids like presents because daniel wants stuff all the time like we go to the market i want that i want yeah. that i want that so then when it comes time for presents i'm like i'm gonna get him what he actually wants he just wants markers right you Whatever. know like do you know what i got my husband for christmas white t-shirts and I, socks. I would. I would love cigarettes. That. He was like, "This roll is up great." In the sleeves. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "I got my five-year-old some that's markers." That's not only a very practical gift, but I would welcome that yeah. gift. I'm wearing my <laughs> Christmas gift. These are my, my yeah, pants. Yeah, that's good. Got you got new shoes? You know? No pants. Oh, okay. Yeah, Nevin usually gets me some concert tickets. That, that's that's like did cool. he this year? He did. For? He got me to Alanis Morissette in oh, August. Nice. Okay, so that's uh, exciting. And Joan where? Jett. Where at the she forum. play? Okay, at the forum. Yeah. That's a good venue so for her. I went. Yeah. I always went. As you guys know, I'm Broadway John. So whenever we go to New York, oh. I make a point of seeing a Broadway yeah. show. I love Broadway. We should have go you to a Broadway seen, show. Have you seen Jagged Little Pill? No, I heard All it's right. great. So, Jagged Little Pill. This guy walks out on stage. Okay. And I thought I was being punked. He looks exactly like Steve Mason. Really? So much so. <laughs> 
that I took a picture of him. I normally would like never do that and sent it to Mason. And I go, I think your brother's in this play. And he goes, geez, we ended up having him on the show. Wow. I'll, I'll, I'll backtrack and show you a picture yeah. of him. It's it's like I love that you're Broadway John. Yeah. I, but Dan Little Broadway Pill, which Momo. is all Alanis Morissette music, is a great play if you ever get a chance to okay, see it. Okay, I want to go see that. And I also want to see the Michael Jackson one that's coming to the Pantages. Everybody's all yeah. When did you see that. it? John? Jagged Little Pill? Yeah. Probably two years ago, like right around COVID time. Okay. I'm just looking up the right actor here. Yeah. What's the storyline um, of Jagged Little Pill? It is basically high school kids dealing with coming of age. Okay. Oh, okay. That makes sense for that album. But all the songs. Oh, my are God. Let me Did see. you find him? Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Whoa. oh my God! <laughs> like his, Sean, his Sean name is Sean Allen Krill. Krill. And by Whoa. the way, he was such a good sport about it, Brian. That when he came on, he he was like, I sent him a picture of Mason, and then I sent Mason a picture of him, and they both decided that they were like, if what would you do if that guy walked out on? I had a great seat too. I was in like the fifth row, and he walked out on stage. And I go, okay, I'm being punked right now. That's Mason. Yeah, and he's singing. He looks so. The only thing is, Sean's hair is not quite as gray as no. Mason's, but the facial wow. features, the haircut. Well, maybe he's dying it like Mason used to. Uh, could be. I don't know. But and by the way, when we brought him on, he could not have been more in on the joke. He was great. I just say. I well, mean, this it, is a pretty big come up for him. I mean, yeah. you know, Broadway <laughs> like that's a select audience. This is a totally. But new like, audience. if he ever wins awards, like he looks enough like Mason that Mason will take credit for them. Of course, right? So Mason Speaking would now of say, awards, I won wait a, a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I heard a little something. About? You and Mace. Oh, going into the Southern California Sports Broadcasters Hall yes, of Fame next wait, month? Yes, and wait, do you know, what, you know what kind of clout they have? They moved it from a luncheon to a breakfast wow. you know to why? make wow. sure that these two you know guys why? can attend. Bergman told him we wouldn't go if they made, if we had to miss the show. Yeah. So he said, all right, then we'll move it to the morning. Pepe is, we're going in with Pepe. With Pepe. Yeah. Wow. Bill Walton's going in with us. What? Uh, That's a hell of a this, class. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's like five or six people that How you early guys, is this breakfast? Eight, nine. Oh, somewhere. I don't know. If I so can you'll have been up for three <laughs> hours already. So is, is Mason the first person to get in without winning a Bob Miller Award? No, he's won a Bob Miller Award, but he's always been with me. He's never won one by himself. Solo, by himself. and I've won three solo. You've carried him to all of his oh, Bob Miller drives awards. Him crazy. One year they, one year they uh, gave us the Mason in Ireland Award. Yeah. But they put my name first, and Mason threw it up against the wall and broke it. So he is. Oates, Are you serious? Yeah. He is, is Oates so to your great. Hall, Messina to your Loggins. Yeah. Wow. But he will not go there. Yeah. Well, I just did. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it, when when we win this award, I've already told him like he wants to, like he's he he he's very into who's going to present us and what he's going to say. I'm not saying anything. I'm literally. I hope I get there who's on time. Who's gonna Who's gonna present? I, he's, I think he's going to have Morales do it. But okay. It might be Sedano. Okay. I don't know, but he's. It's a big deal to Mason. It is a big. It deal. It is no deal to me at all. I'm like. Well, I mean, you've got so many solos. Like, where are you going to put this award? Uh, well, there's this isn't really, you don't get, I don't think you get anything for it. You just get into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Well, where are you going to hang your jacket? Well, like, Pete Arbogast is in, into this. You should have Pete no, Pete, Ar well, the, Pete's the one, he's the president of the Southern California yeah. Sports Broadcast. I mean, he's got the voice. Yeah. He does. He does. Have the, I've always been jealous of Pete's voice. He, he's, has a great he really voice. has a great Phenomenal broadcast. Voice. Yeah. yeah. Nice guy. Phenomenal voice. Yeah. Yeah, well, he, I had, can't he even ended try up calling, uh, can't he's it. done USC for like 20 years, but yeah. he, for about five or six years, maybe longer, Pete did uh, Cincinnati Bengals football, which I thought he was hmm. perfect for. And then I think he just moved out to California and that was over. Yeah, but he, no, Cincinnati, yeah. One of those guys that. where the yeah. voice just dictates what you're going to do for a living. <laughs> that, exactly.
you know how you're uh, picking up from there. So what what did you guys do to fill three hours the day well, after so Christmas? You, you were talking about this, like our Christmas present. We did the show on Friday, right? We was, we did mm-hmm. there was a show that was the day after the Rams won. The when the the Lakers had a game, they beat and, Oklahoma City right. too. Or well, no, that, that was Minnesota. It was a Minnesota game. Yeah. So it was, there was a Laker game, the Thursday night result for the Rams and Yamamoto. Like that was yeah. our Friday. It's like Merry Christmas to you guys. Yeah, that's a whole today. Run of we a had day. to do yeah. like we had to like think of stuff. Well, I've got a whole bunch of stuff. It's harder. I yeah. sent Ramona like yeah, twenty things this morning. Yeah. So and Laura sent a bunch of stuff too. So we're uh, we're good. We got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, by the way, do you all three of you agree with me that if there if there are no injuries, the Celtics are now the team to beat in the NBA? I, I walked out of that arena and that I said, "That's is, the NBA champion." Right. I don't think there is a weakness on yeah. that team. And oh, it, let's let's see who the Lakers play next because I feel like they could make. No, that team I got to be honest. Like, I watched that game last night. And I, really good. They, I have okay. been on the fence, <laughs> and it's like I've been on the fence about. Who I think is the favorite? It was is it Denver? Should be because the defending champs. After watching Boston last night, I'm like, that's. The I team. had the exact same reaction. Yep. And Bill Simmons was sitting about five rows in front of me, and so when I was going back up to do the second half, I stopped and said hi to Bill, and I said, by the way, your team's going to win the title. And he, yeah, reacted which I with a reaction that I think most Celtic fans feel. He goes. Yeah, but can you trust Porzingis well, to that's be the thing. healthy? That's the thing because what separates yeah. them is that Porzingis is their third or fourth best player, depending on it. But he does things that are so crazy, weird, and special. And when he's healthy, can be a best player on the so team So do you guys guy. want to help me like workshop a story I'm going to write? Sure. Because I'm going to do a Porzingis story. Right? Okay, keep talking. i got to okay. go tell Brian. Because it feels to me like he came – this is a guy who comes into the league, drafted by Phil Jackson, who is – Phil Jackson is kind of one of one as well – Within a few months, he is the toast of New York, and he is anointed the unicorn because he has such a unique skill set. And sometimes when somebody has, like, a unique skill set, that can be a blessing and a curse. Like, he is a big who plays like a guard. He's 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 a post player who's who can shoot it from three at 40% or whatever he's at this year, and he's got incredible passing skills. He has He's a little like a like Pau Gasol, but if he could shoot a three. Like, he's got that kind of basketball IQ and vision. I don't think he's as tough as Gasol um, in the block. Like, maybe his post moves aren't quite as good. But nobody knows how to defend him. Like, the Lakers tried all sorts you of can't. things. He he's a, he's a legit 7'3". He's, seven, three, he's first literally 7'3". Like, I, want, I, I never take selfies with players that I cover, but I kind of wanted to yesterday because he legitimately is that much taller than me. The he's first like the time Mason and I saw him was in Summer League in yeah. Vegas and Warren Gary. Yeah. Uh, had just come on the show and he goes, hey, come back and watch. Uh, Porzingis was on yeah. the Knicks Summer League team. He goes, come back and watch Porzingis. I'll, I'll give you guys good seats. So yeah. he put us on the court. Warren put us on the court. So Porzingis is standing right next to us. And I thought, that's, he's Yao Ming tall. Yes. Like he's that yeah. tall. And he's he has huge. handles. Yeah. You know, he can dribble and, he's and a, shoot. He's like His a whole cool... issue, Andy, is injuries. Is injuries. And I think in Dallas, John, I covered this series. Remember when the Clippers played Dallas? Yeah. And he was such Lucas a defensive. Lucas scored fifty points every game. That could because too. he had to. Yeah, but he was such a defensive liability. They had to put Boban in the game. Yeah. Okay, because I don't know what happened to his confidence. But playing that year, Rick Carlisle kind of is a hard, you know, hard guy to play for. He's a tough dude. Like he's not going to suffer fools or anything like that. And I think that was not a great fit personality wise. Right now in Boston, the first time he's ever been on a good team. Yeah. 
where he is happy with his role, yeah. happy with the pieces around him. And he him. doesn't have to be the guy. Well, I think I think he, he all- just signed a new deal. He could have got a lot more elsewhere, but he signed there. And it he- seems well, like- that's if you look at their five starters, Ooh. there isn't a weak link. Even no. Derek White is really Derek good. Derek White is Drew Holl- phenomenal. Drew Holiday was like the perfect tonic for them. I was talking to Sean Grandy, who has yeah. my job for the Celtics, and he said something really interesting. He said, the one thing that holiday did was he brought the temperature of our team yes. down in a good way yes you know marcus smart was always running on tilt yep and drew holiday is just so steady and yeah. so professional and and so are tatum and brown tatum and brown are like that's what you, if you wanted to show a it's video like of how to conduct yourself yeah. as an nba player you would show those two guys and so now they've got tatum brown holiday and porzingis so supposedly the one guy that you you don't have to worry about is Derek White, but you do have to worry about Derek yeah. White. He's a good I shooter. I don't know who told you you, you don't have to worry about right. Derek White. Well, but, but really what good. I'm saying, Brian, is you have to double Tatum. Right. right. So where does the double come from? Right. It's the it's the opposite of the Lakers starting line. Correct. Where you where, where you, you don't have to double, double anybody, anybody but LeBron and AD. Right. And right. you can, can play leave. off of two people. Right. Uh, right. And so... I mean, I got to be honest. Like, when I watch that team, as long as Porzingis is healthy, that is your champion this year, next year, the year after that. I mean, they'll just I mean, keep winning. As, as much, too, as you talk about, like, their top five and to whatever degree you want yep. to include Al Horford in that mix. Like, if nothing else, no, he's leadership smart. wise, super important. He's smart. He knows Peyton Pritchard's like a really good backup say, point guard. You know, guys like Hauser and Pritchard, they're good enough yeah. to be your seventh guy, your eighth guy. And once you get into the playoffs, you it's don't eight, roll much deeper anyway. than eight guys anyway. I, I could see them making a move at the deadline, like a supporting cast, like a guy like John Conchar. Milwaukee, to Milwaukee the is really quietly starting to figure it okay, out. They have to score like 140 points a game to win. But yeah, we're I also love... we're used to them being like you know doing it the other way. Yeah, that's true. And so like I don't they they don't they're not necessarily I think once the playoffs roll around gonna be catastrophically bad defensively no but um, I just don't I mean Boston can do both Boston can defend and they can score all right here's the I'm team, not done with Milwaukee here's yet. the team to keep an eye on Philly yeah mm-hmm. uh because they have Embiid Tyrese Maxey is super underrated like Tyrese Maxey yeah. is is probably gonna be an all-star this year and and if there weren't so many great guards in the league yeah he would be. He's going to be in the All NBA conversation. Well, I, he is, yeah. but Andy, and I know, we, I know we got to go. But here, think about this for All NBA, okay? So I think the first team All NBA is Luca and SGA, mm-hmm. okay? Steph is still having a great Steph kind of year, so you've got to put Steph in there. Um, well, I don't think you have to, depending on how the Warriors finish. I, don't I think, think you, you have, have to. I, I do, but I okay, but, but, I don't. okay. So and put then there's that Anthony off, Edwards. Put that off to the side. Anthony Edwards has to have one of those six spots. I would think Devin Booker has to have yeah. one of those six spots. Depends on how many games he plays. I, 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 would, I am always a Booker person, but it depends okay. on how many games he plays. Now stay with me here. So we've now had, so I've given you Dame. Or not, no, not you didn't yet. do Dame. I didn't even yeah. name it. So I've given you Luca, SGA, Edwards. Steph. Steph. Halliburton. Mm-hmm. Yep, Halliburton okay. has Donovan to be there. Mitchell's putting up otherworldly what numbers What about De'Aaron Fox? Yep, yep De'Aaron right. Fox. So it's... Jalen Brunson, yeah. we haven't even brought Jamal him up. Jamal Murray is playing phenomenally right. well. So now yeah. we're up. To, now we're up to nine guys before yeah. we ever okay. mention. So there Tyrese is a little Maxey. trick. You can move Luca to a forward spot. Yeah. I would also Matt. Well, Bontemps told me that you can do five guards this year if you, you want. Can do whatever you want. Oh, they changed it this yeah. year. Like so, if you want to, you oh, can put good. Jokic yeah. and Embiid on right. the first team. To I also, good. I would mention Maxi before some of these other guys. That's just me. Which ones? Steph and Booker. No, right now. 
No. I would, I would certainly put, Steph. I would put all no. three of them in the same class. Well, look. If so I, I think that it gets determined. I'm not from saying here that they're out. playing badly. I'm saying if I have to pick somebody. I think he's playing just as well as those guys, and his team's winning more. No, right. you have to look at something. To... <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying is, no. I'm going to be like five Steph. years old. No, I, I get is, that he is. I get that he is Steph, Steph Curry. But, right. It's not a did you see what he did to the Celtics? I'm just going to say. I mean, to I, me, he is blank. Look at his, look not at his numbers, reason. Brian. He's, no, he's playing really well. No, but he's Steph. Curry. I mean, he's like okay. By the way, did we did we just do all all six All NBA guards and leave Halliburton completely out? No, we have to. Here's the question. Here's something you guys can do, even though you have a long list. We've already established. Yeah. stuff you have to talk about you went through everybody went through this whole thing and did not talk about the team with six losses leading the western conference at what point do people put minnesota in this group i said anthony edwards no no minnesota as a team that can win a title uh you know, they have you, to you win said they're few. the automatic you know the Agreed, but they haven't won a playoff series we talked so about I milwaukee think... we talked about philly to watch we don't, nobody's talking about minnesota i think you should, if minnesota but... i think yeah. if minnesota runs into denver yeah, Denver takes them out. Could be. I just I'm asking. The yeah. You know what's know funny though? I feel like Minnesota might be the one team that could take Denver out because they have the size. Like Denver beats people because they have three guys who are six ten and right. over. Porter six great. Like, people forget Porter six ten. Yeah, six at least. Yeah, yeah, he is. And Aaron Gordon six ten. All right, yeah, he can bounce six, like he's, so. and, he's, and he, if he wants to jump, he's nine feet tall. Yeah. All right, that is it for Super Crosstalk, powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's I'm good. We're good. I am good. That's what a hamburger is all about. Coming up he next, gets paid to one fifteen and no more. Absolutely, <laughs> union <laughs> rules, man. I am not above the local four hundred seven yeah, that governs right. all this. Five year old, no. <laughs> Mason in Ireland coming up next. Momo in for Mace seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Ah! Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, all right. So Chris kind of set it up. We are, uh, this is the last Mason and Ireland show of the year. Uh, Mason checked out. It's supposed to be Live Imaging Tuesday. Morales has checked out. Bergman's checked out. Momo and I are uh, are, are carrying the show to yeah. the finish line. And we've got a lot of stuff to get to. Uh, we were both at the Lakers-Celtics game yesterday. A lot to talk about with that. But we got a bunch of other stuff going on, too. And I want to start with a weird one. So, Brian, this is why I asked you to pull this promo. So, I've been working, you know, I've been on the road basically the whole month yeah. of December. I, I, I think I've slept in my all. own bed four nights, you know. So, 
I keep hearing when I do the games, I keep hearing these promos for the Mason and Ireland yeah. show. Most of them involve you because okay. you're filling in for me. Yeah. So this promo that I asked <laughs> Brian to pull has been running nonstop over the last two or three games. Hit it, Brian. The biggest show on the radio. Days after Crab and Sleep. One this shot. This is a great I song. Didn't want it. One opportunity. You know it's on Giant Island's playlist. It's number one on his working on his playlist. I have never heard that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's crazy, right? This is the number one song on John Ireland's work, playlist. Work, workout, workout playlist. Well, Make you sure never you have the right get playlist. to see John Ireland's playlist because you're not here on those days. No, it's but, the Ireland playlist. But he does. He does talk about it. I want to see John Ireland rocking out to this, like doing the rap. Okay, oh, that's enough. That's that. enough. <laughs> he does. Um, so you are you gonna do it? You said you wanted to see me do yes. the rap. Bring me. I I have not done it in many years, but I'm going to attempt it. This okay? is my Christmas present. Okay, yeah. Can, consider Let's it go. Attempt. All right. So I you got to do the background. Can you? No, can no, no. You dim it? I don't need the background. So <laughs> I I don't think I need the background. Okay. All right. So I got uh, you if you do. Uh. Okay. No, no. I think I think I've got it. All right. So let me try, and I may I may crash and I'll crash and burn it at some point. Oh, that'll be better. You can't do anything past the first verse because he should, starts. Should we swearing. stand up? And no, 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 no. Um, so I'm on, I'm on this one. Come okay. on. All right. Come on. Okay. So here we go. Look, if you had one shot, one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted, in one moment, would you capture it, or just let it slip? Yo, his palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already, mom's spaghetti, he's nervous. But on the surface, he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud. He opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's choking. How? Everybody's joking now. The clock's run out. Time's up. Over. Blow. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, he goes rabbit. He choke. He's so mad, but he won't give up that easy. No, he won't have it. He knows his whole back to these ropes. It don't matter. He's dope. He knows that, but he's broke. He's so sad because he knows. If he goes back to the mobile home, that's when it's back to the lab again, yo. He better, oh, what's the last one? He, he better capture this moment and not let it pass him. You better lose yourself. Woo! Wow. So that's about a B, right? That was good. That's about a B. I, I petered also out think at the end. that was more like a spoken word. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not Eminem. I know, but we were like a poetry jam. Yeah, exactly. Uh, half- he's, that's what he is. He's a big poet. Yeah. You yeah. Halfway through, I realized you weren't reading these. No, that's he's got it. Your head, and I'm right. like, that's an A for me, yeah. since you weren't reading that. Yeah. O'Shea I mean, Jackson says, I almost crashed my car. Way to go, John. <laughs> yes! That was for you, Shay. That's my early you Christmas know what my favorite. You. you know what my favorite part was? The way you started and just leaned in. You were like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> well, I definitely do not have his rhythm, but I love his verse. So there you go, Mama. That's my gift to you. Wow. That was right. fantastic. Okay. So I, I Okay, let's just, you know, transition to the Lakers now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now, so great. No, we're gonna do a whole bunch of crap today. Um and, and we've got it. but here's my here's my question as somebody who has basically been with the Lakers for a month and you cover the league a lot. Yeah. Um they're basically a 500 team. Right now, they're 16 and 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, they did the same thing. They they figured themselves out and then peaked at the end of the year. I thought when they won the in-season tournament that they had it figured out. Since the in-season tournament, I think they're 2 and 6. Um, what needs to change? 
in your opinion? Well, I think that I have a lot to say about the Lakers right now. First of all, they all need to go do like a team cryo chamber or something. They need to like go get some treatment. They need to do a sound bath. They need to do something to just reset. Yeah. Because they chem- look gassed. Well, They're like absolutely gassed. I have a theory. <laughs> They went all in on the in-season yeah. tournament. They said, look, if they're going to give us $500,000 apiece, let's win it. And they played straight through Vegas while everybody else had that kiss yeah. of a schedule where they played once or twice a week. And the Lakers were playing every other day in games that mattered. Yep. And I think then all these other teams were just sitting out in the in – the, and, and when the tournament ended, they, these teams were just rested and yep. ready. And they've unloaded on the Lakers. And we've never really had a chance to catch our breath since. But there, there is no rest for the weary. Yeah. I mean, they've got to figure this out. Like, they've got today off, they got tomorrow off, then they play Charlotte. That's a game they should win. Yeah. But then it's right back on the road. We go to Minnesota. on We play oh. Minnesota on Saturday. We play New Orleans on Sunday. We're spending New Year's Eve in New Orleans. Oh. Then um, coming back and the schedule pick. Miami's coming in. The schedule picks right back up. So they're not getting a break in the schedule. They're going to have to figure it out. I think that... They're going to have to make a trade, don't you? Okay. This is the other thing I have to say about the Lakers. I think Darvin Ham made a very bold move in moving D'Angelo Russell to the bench because this is, especially at this stage of the of the year, mm-hmm. he is, he's kind when you don't have Gabe Vincent, it's just been reported that he's going to go under the knife and get a surgery. It's going to be six to eight weeks. Yeah. I mean, this is like Kendrick Nunn all over that again. That could be happening as soon as today. It, yeah, it could be yeah. right now. Um, you know, they've basically got no Gabe Vincent. And so you lost Dennis Schroeder. You chose Gabe Vincent over Dennis Schroeder, and then you really haven't had Gabe Vincent. So that's put D'Angelo Russell in a spot to shine. And he's had a couple of games here and there offensively. I think he's won them some games, but I think he's lost them some games defensively. And also at the end of games, you can tell. I don't know that he has the trust of the leadership of this team. And I'm not talking Darvin. I just mean the players on the team. Right. Because LeBron and AD are going to control the ball late in games. Right. And late in games, he's not out there a lot. and he's Or when he is, there's a frustration level sometimes with uh, plays that he's involved in, et cetera. So you can just tell that he had a window – to prove himself and establish himself in that starting role, he's has a, he has a contract that is very tradable. I don't know what the market is for him. He he's a heat check guy. He's a guy who can come in and score. He's a really high, really good passer. He's a really good shooter. But defensively, you have to make up for him sometimes. And I think that's probably the guy you look at. I just don't know what you get for him. Um, so, do you think they'll make a trade before the deadline, or no? I do. Yeah, yeah I, I think I, Rob, they do. Rob has shown in the past he's not afraid to yeah. shuffle the deck, and I think that it may because last night, it or yesterday afternoon it was a two o'clock game. It looked to me like those were teams in two different weight classes. The Celtics, yeah. the Celtics Agreed. look ready to win the title right now. Yeah. The Lakers look like we need to get better. So hopefully and I they thought, will. I thought, look, it was Porzingis' first game back after an ankle injury, so he gets hurt a lot and he was fresh, right? Um, but they were at the end of a long road trip too. They've been on the road for six games or something on on the West Coast, and I think with with um, the Lakers, they looked absolutely gassed. Like in the third quarter, I thought LeBron must have been hurt because he barely played. And then when he did play, he wasn't all that effective after he and Jalen Brown had that, that right in that where they both crashed into yeah, each I other. I thought he looked tired. He looked tired. Yeah. And and I think and he hasn't all year. He's been unbelievable. Some of those young guys to step up and you've you've seen them get a jolt from Austin Reeves. He's been playing great after starting the year really slow. But D'Angelo is the guy they really need to have some thirty point games. That's like 
why you have younger players on the team when you have AD and LeBron. Those are older players. Right. But when, but our team is very top heavy with yeah. those two guys, and and they're going to be the reason we win it if we win it. But the other guys got to got to pull their weight. We'll circle back to that in a while. Coming up next, I'm still recovering did, from the M and M. Did you see the Raiders go into Kansas City? And just ruin Christmas for the Chiefs. Oh, it was God glorious. bless the silver and black. We'll get into that. Antonio Next. Pierce! Momo in for Mace. Mason in Ireland. Last show of the year. Woo! Laura's here. Brian's here. Mason in Ireland, ESPN LA. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, last Mason and Ireland show of the year. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, 2024. Uh, Mason and I are back together on January 2nd, which is a Tuesday, the day after I uh, get back from New Orleans. And um, and then we'll start 2024. Brian, did you make any more bets? You're the only one who can catch me in Mythical Money, and you've only got... I did not this okay. weekend. All right, so you're done. I mean, today's the last day, and I don't think there's any games. So uh, I, I, I'm i going to win Mythical Money, and then everybody gets another hundred grand, even including you, Laura. You're going to get your first hundred grand uh, for the show. Momo gets... We all get a hundred grand to start, and whoever has the most money at the end of the year wins it. So uh, I'm going to win it for 2023, and then we'll start 2024 on the second. Um, Momo, I can't decide, and I need your... I don't know. I just want to know what you think. Okay. <laughs> Should the Raiders give Antonio Pierce the the real head coaching job? Part of me says <clears throat> I'm getting caught in the moment. But I love the way I know the Chargers they play for stink. him. I know that right. I know the Chargers stink, yeah. but it's the way they dominated the Chargers. I mean right. they got those guys basically fired at halftime. Yeah. Then they go into Kansas City and they if you didn't know any better. You would assume that the Raiders were the, were the best team in the division. I mean, they they. I mean, but we also this. are they, just still four weeks removed from the three to nothing loss. Right, and okay, that and <laughs> you cannot win in the NFL if you do not complete a pass after the first quarter, I know. unless you're the stinking Raiders. So yesterday, I mean, there's I've never seen the team score like that at the end of a game in a meaningful. They scored game. two touchdowns in eight seconds. Yeah, and they were both on defense. It was it was as if the Chiefs were throwing the game. So do like we, that was so weird that the play with Pacheco and Mahomes. Yeah, like just, what was that? I, I don't know what's going on with Kansas City, but my if it was left up to me, I would not hire Antonio Pierce, and here's why. Okay, 
the the Raiders are always kind of a clown car. They do mm-hmm. do you know ever since Gruden, the whole Gruden thing blew up, and yeah. then Josh McDaniels was a terrible hire. I don't know if Antonio Pierce knows what he's doing, um, but two things indicate to me that he might not. The three nothing game yeah, that you that made reference to, and then not completing a pass after the first quarter. And I know like Raider fans are going to come at me and they're going to go, "Well, who just win, baby? That's all that matters." No, you can't throw for seventy yards and call that success. I mean, he. It, I know they have a backup quarterback. I know, other than Devontae Adams, we don't have great receivers. My gut is you get, you go after the Jim Harbaugh's. You go after um, if Bill Belichick hits the open yeah. market. I maybe you consider that. I don't know if I give it to Antonio Pierce. How about you? I think I would. I think they have a guy that they're playing for. And I thought about Belichick, you know, reminds, too. you know who Antonio Pierce reminds me of? Coach O. Remember when yeah. Coach O was at yeah. USC and he beat Stanford and everybody went yeah, crazy? Yeah, but then he went and, down to LSU and went to the national championship game. Right. Like, if he has the right staff around him, like, clearly Antonio Pierce is a defensive coach. Like, he was a defensive yeah. player. If you gave him a great offensive coordinator, if you found, like, the next guy, some young guy and just empowered him and... I think that if he if he had the right staff around him, he gets guys to play for him. Like that's I, Coach O is a really good comparison. I like that. But Coach O also won when he got to LSU. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they can like I don't. I think he's a one side of the ball coach. So you got to bring in a really good offensive yeah, coordinator. But you could do that. And and would you rather have him or Belichick? Because that's an option. I mean, I think I Belichick, think if you bring in Belichick, you've got to give him control of the yeah. whole thing, and I'm not sure Bill has it anymore. I, uh, you know, I, I don't want to discredit his seven Super Bowls or no. six Super Bowls, whatever he's got. But boy, ever since Brady left, he looks like an average coach. Well, and I, and I know Brady isn't Brady a part of the Raiders now, right? Right. You know, so, so I don't so it know. Probably won't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, in Vegas, Brian. Jim Harbaugh is now the odds-on favorite to be named next coach of the Chargers. I would be excited for that if I was you. Would you? I, I did see this. I'm yeah, very excited. Great. Yeah, I do yeah. like his name over Belichick a little more just to get the guys going. I mean, Harbaugh's nuts, but he wins. I mean, you don't have to talk to me about Harbaugh. Yeah, I mean, he okay. was at Look, he won at Stanford. Right. Like, that's not a place that people win at. Like, Stan- oh, I mean, that's true. <laughs> we had David Shaw and Jim Harbaugh. I, mean, I I don't know how we did it, but we all of a sudden we were a football power for like a decade, um, and now we're back to usual. Well, and now the Pac-12's <laughs> done. Yeah, I'm, whatever I'm, I'm, we I'm are. just so sad about that. They just ruined the conference. Those two bobos yeah. that were in charge of the league. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, coming up next, we're going to uh, spin the wheel of questions. I put a whole bunch of questions on there right before the show, so we've got a lot of good ones for that. Um, and uh, coming up later in the program, well. Let's just say you don't want to go anywhere. It could it could get interesting. Around I mean, here. it already has. John yeah. Ireland has just thrown yeah, down. If you had yeah. John, we're Ireland, going to have a rap battle. Yeah, if you had John Ireland oh. raps on your uh, on your <laughs> wheel, you win. Um, hey, a reminder: you know BBGo, and you see their logo on every Laker jersey. But did you know BBGo is the official game day snack of the Lakers? Dumpling soup is perfect for warming you up this winter season. All you need: is some chicken stock and some BBGo dumplings. Who wants to cook after a long day? Pop some BBGo dumplings in the microwave or air fryer for a quick, delicious, and warm dinner or bite for a festive holiday gathering. BBGo knows food brings people together, just like the purple and gold. Try BBGo today. Reminder, we're going to have a live show at a Ralph's 
in, uh, I believe it's in Redondo Beach, coming up in January. And it's part of a promotion, Momo, where we're going to give away courtside seats. And all you have to do is buy $10 worth of BB Awesome. Turn your receipt into this web address we're going to give you. And if we pick you, those courtside seats are $3,000, more than $3,000 a piece now. Yeah. And uh, you could be sitting in them for free, courtesy of BB Go. So stay tuned for more information about that. Mason in Ireland, Momo in for Mace, ESPN LA. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, oh, I was hoping this one would come up. All right. Momo, you played for a lot of different coaches in your athletic career. For people who don't know, uh, Ramona played uh, softball at Stanford. And I, I joke and say she played at Cal, but she really played at Stanford. Uh, <laughs> the, um, and you've played for a lot of different coaches. And there are some coaches that will throw you under the bus. And it's tough love. Yeah. And it's Publicly okay. or it in works. front of the team? It works publicly. Okay. Or there's guys like Sean McVay that always take the hit for you. Like no matter how bad players yeah. play, Sean will go, that was my fault. I didn't call the right play. I put him in a bad spot, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to play a clip for you guys from a guy named Micah Shrewsbury. He is the <laughs> new head coach at Penn State, the head basketball coach. Okay. They lost to the Citadel, Ooh. which is a military Not a team school. you should lose to. Yeah. Um, and after the game, in his post-game press conference, he basically threw his entire team under the bus. And I want you guys to tell me if this is the guy you would want to play for, because he is being honest here. Yeah. Or skip it. Here is Micah Shrewsbury. First of all, I, I apologize to anybody that paid money to come watch that. <laughs> this game was over before we even got here. We have no energy at shoot around. We don't have any energy at practice. That's who this team has been. Like, what, what kind of message does it send uh, benching Keva, uh, Tay, and Braden late in the second half? I should have benched them earlier. <laughs> Braden is a three-point specialist. But no, he's not. He's shooting 20-something percent from three. Okay, so, so how do you get the best out of him after performance? He's got to play better. He's got to guard some people. He's got to have some toughness. Or he's going to be sitting next to me, him and Tay. And Keba, the same way. Like, they're playing with zero effort right now. We're building a culture, and that ain't it. That is not the culture we're trying to build. So a message needs to be sent to some of these guys that, like, if you don't play hard, then you can sit and rot over there on the bench, and I'll, I'll find a way. I'll go Ooh. and talk to the people in compliance, and I will help you transfer. Okay. Dang. So he's being honest. 
you know, this this goes back to the days. Like Darvin Ham has a thing called that he says called facts over feelings. He was spewing a lot of yeah. facts there, and he wasn't considering anybody's feelings. Ugh. Laura, what do you think? Could you play for a guy like that? That's God. that honest, or would you go another way? That- <sighs> I think initially I was like, oh, not too bad. And then yeah, I should have benched him. I was like, whoa. I think as an athlete, you need someone like that, though, because you're going to get a lot of heat if you go professionally. So I wouldn't mind. Brian, how about you? I think I, the issue I have is the publicly. If he was saying that to me, like behind closed doors, like you need to be better, like you're not doing your job, all that stuff, I wouldn't. I would still play for him, but this is kind of it's kind of rough. The whole three point shooting thing that kind of right. got me though. Like when he when the moment when he, when he goes, yeah. well, here's this guy's your three point specialist, and he goes, no, he's not. He's shooting twenty eight percent from three. He should be sitting on his butt next to me. What did, if, if you if that was your first exposure? Yeah, I'm, to I'm Micah Shrewsbury, does it make you more interested or less interested to go to Penn State? Yeah, less interested. L- listen, I don't have any problem with him saying that to my face. In the locker room, like Brian, in saying. front of a team. I mean, yeah. you should have heard some of the things my coach said in college. Oh my god, <laughs> like they are not to be repeated on air. Right, and, but he didn't do but it. But he didn't publicly. do it publicly. Now nobody was covering us, right? Mm-hmm. Like we had like the Stanford Daily Reporter, right? Yeah. Maybe this, maybe the San Jose Mercury News or Chronicle would write about us if we made it to the World Series. And even then, it wasn't like they were covering us. Okay, so. It was just like, hey, they went to the World Series. <laughs> it wasn't, you know, right. anything like on that level. But there's a sort of, there's a sort of, um, everything that needs to be said can be said in house. It doesn't. I think when you go public like that now, I, I was thinking about this too. Now in the age of social media, like that stuff doesn't go away. That stuff's everywhere on social media. Correct. Now. I mean, I even hear about this at the youth level. Like my friend, my my friend was telling me his daughter plays so- you know softball for travel teams and stuff, and like she's a pitcher. And when she got rocked, game or two, people were like mean commenting on her Instagram page, like, "Oh, you blew that one, and you cost us the game." I'm like, "Dang, is that what's happening now?" Like twelve year olds like trash talking on social media. Jerks. Here, here's here's what I <laughs> oh, here what I, here's what I would say. Half of that stuff that he was commenting on, yeah. Is the coach's job. Yeah. He said, you're trying to, we had no energy at practice. We had no energy at the yeah. game. That's what, what are we paying you yeah. for? Get, if you can't get these guys fired up to play, yeah. go be a librarian. Yeah. All right. I, I think this guy comes off as a schmuck. Yeah. And uh, you know what? In 2023, we don't need it. Kids have options. There's yeah. a transfer portal. Yeah. If I'm one of those kids that he ripped right there, I'm like, this guy doesn't like, get I'm, it. Like, I'm I'm into tough love. I am into people telling me the truth and telling me to my face what they think and, and give me a real evaluation. I appreciate honesty. And I can take it. I have thick skin. Um, except when I don't, and then I just block people. But, <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, I do appreciate honesty, especially if it's somebody that I trust and I value their opinion. And... But you have to earn that trust. Like, you can't just come straight out of the door like that. It's just, you know. I I think that, and I haven't heard any, like, yeah. postscript to any of this, but I think that he's going to regret doing that. Yeah. And he's probably going to regret it the most where, um, where when guys start to hit the transfer portal and leave because this guy was being a schmuck. Yeah. So we'll see if there's a postscript to this, but... Um, you know who knows um hey i wanted to get laura this was something that you sent and i want to get to this mm-hmm. you sent me a story that you said a six-year-old was traveling 
by himself, mm-hmm. and he got on the wrong flight. Yep, he's six. Six. So How, the, the what? Where, where How does that the, happen? Yeah, where were the parents? So the so I was shocked when I started traveling that you can allow your underage child to travel by themselves because they appoint somebody yeah, from the airlines that's true. to right. To go and normally with them. one of the flight yeah. attendants will make sure he gets on the plane. You have to pay and make extra sure for that. Have, I've yeah. done is, that. Yeah, right. not with my kids, but with my my nieces. Yeah. yeah. So this young boy, a uh, six year old boy, you know, d- they did the thing. They took him to Spirit Airlines, and oh, the air. Oh, now, now it okay. makes more yeah. sense. So yeah. the yeah. flight attendant that was accompanying the child, um, actually, he was supposed to go to Fort Lauderdale, I believe, yeah. and they ended up in Orlando. So when you know the the little boy says, "Hey, Grandma, I'm here." She's going crazy looking for this little boy. And then with a lot of back and forth, they're like, yeah, he's in Orlando. He accidentally boarded the wrong plane with the flight attendant. And what was their solution to this? Solution was grandma drove four hours. Oh, my god! And that's all they're reimbursing her for. So they are taking, uh, they're looking and investigating the situation. <laughs> but it doesn't seem like they're really This is the same airline that Sliwa had a huge problem with. Like, he couldn't get his money back. Yeah. And he, they jerked they're him horrible. around. They're and, bad. Yeah. Um, so the moral of that story is don't wow. fly spirit. But by, by the way. Who's running customer service at Spirit? Seriously. If that happened to me, the PR of this alone, that that whole family flies free for the next year. Ever. Right. At yeah. least fly the kid back you also, know, to right. Orlando <laughs> like for free. Like you made grandma drive four hours. I don't think there's any flights from kid. there. I, I've done, you know that drive. You know? That's like that's like Miami to Orlando. Yeah. You I don't mean, really fly from Miami to Orlando. It's I like, thought when you I mean, first sent that but... story, I thought you were making it up. No. Also, <laughs> your boarding pass doesn't work if you get on the wrong flight. Yeah, like when they scan the well, boarding but, pass. But the, it sounds like the flight attendant the flight screwed attendant, it up yeah. and put him on the wrong plane. Whoever wow. was his like buddy, you know, to 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 make sure he got on the wrong plane, they just screwed that up. And to me, it's I, Cappy loves Spirit. He want he got the credit <laughs> card and everything, right? Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He went all in, guys, all in. But <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't have kids. Momo, you have kids, and yeah. I know, John, you have a son. Yeah. I don't think even in the most desperate measures, I would send a six-year-old traveling by himself. Well, sometimes. I want to be a little sympathetic. Yeah, because sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes really? it happens. Like, Bergman Ugh. got divorced when Riley was little. Like, Riley yeah. was probably four or five. So, and at one point, Greg lived in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so if there are certain circumstances where, if you're if you're doing dual parenting and you're splitting time between parents, that it's just not practical for a parent to be with them at all times. But I I mean, if that was my six year old, I would I I would hire the the best lawyer on the planet to go after Spirit for screwing Seriously. this up. Seriously, yeah. Like yeah. I mean, look, I think I flew places when I was. I mean, I walked to school when I was six by myself. It was different though. I it feel was like. different yeah. back then. Like so, I'm, I think we're the wrong. Like I literally have memories of like meeting my friend at the top of the hill. We would meet up and we'd walk down the hill together to school. Yeah, by it, myself, and it was like kind of scary because there was a scary dog, and I would be like, ah, oh, scary dog. I walk by the, do-, you know, like. But I was six. It was first grade. Yeah, I remember so when like, I got I, off, you know, the first day I got off the but bus. But a plane. I got off the, I know, it's true. I, I, I got off the bus, and it was like a two-block walk yeah. to get back to my house. So my first day of school, I'm making first there or second a, there grade. There is a custom. I get off the bus, yeah. and I start walking the wrong way, and I hear my mom. My mom went to the bus stop <laughs> to see if I would screw it up. I mean, uh, there's a custom in Asian cultures <laughs> of sending a child on the first errand. Have you heard about this? No. So 
when the kids like three or four, you send them on an errand to do something, like go buy something from the store to a place they've been before with someone to do something they've done with their parent. And it's a it's to encourage them to find their independence and find some confidence. And like you'll literally send a four year old out across a busy street across, you know, to buy something from the store and bring it home like four years old. People look, you can look at this up. <laughs> like there's a whole show what? about it. Yeah, that's just stupid. I mean, I don't know. I think it's kind of good. It gives kids I I sort of believe in it as a idea of like you have to trust your kids sometimes. You have to like empower them to have confidence in themselves. Yeah, but you don't have to do it when they're 4. I mean, you have a four-year-old now. You're going to put Daniel and tell him to go cross a crowded street? Would you put no. Daniel and tell him to go cross Olympic Boulevard right no. now and go get his tacos? No. <laughs> I mean, come on. But I get Daniel to do a lot of things. Yes. Like, I'm always like, hey, Daniel, can you go give me some coffee? Yeah, okay. Like, you know, you got to. Yeah, but there's. <laughs> but like, I'm right there. For, for example, my sisters all have, my older sister has yeah. three kids. The other one has six. So they have a lot. They have a big yeah. brunch, right? And there's like little errands. And even me as a young child, yeah. my mom would be like, oh, help me with this. Help me with that. But I don't think she ever did that. And I'm not. Yeah, you know, flying but, is a whole yeah, different thing. It's, and it's a different custom. It's a different culture, right? We don't understand it. They, everybody has their own beliefs. But for me, it, it's just I wouldn't fathom sending a four-year-old across the street to to do it. Yeah, you li- and you really do pay extra for that service. Like when my niece did it, she was like maybe 13 or something. But she was unaccompanied minor. And. I think we paid two or three hundred dollars for that. Mm-hmm. It was like as much, not well, as I much as they the didn't ticket, pay, but it was a I lot. I hope they didn't pay Spirit to do this. <laughs> thing. I'm sure they did. That's not making any sense. Jeez. All right, when we come back, Shohei Otani just gets it. Yep. That dude gets it. Another example over the weekend of why. We will explain coming up next. One hour down, two more to go on the final Mason and Ireland show of the year. Momo's in for Mace, Mason and Ireland, ESPN LA.